everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 56, No One is Less Cherished. Welcome, I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very grateful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we'll be searching to find the happiest moments in any situation, in every circumstance. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Last time, we talked about the light you are going to need in your life to guide you in this wilderness and to light your path through it all. Today, we're going to talk about things that are of great worth. Today, we're going to be talking about you. So, how are you today? Most people would probably answer this very common greeting with a very common response of, Oh, I'm fine. So, what if we change the question to, Who are you today? Or, Where are you today? Or, Do you feel of great worth today? Do you know of your own great worth every day? Worth means to have qualities that are more than its value. Qualities of importance, goodness, excellence, caliber, merit, and valor. Worth more than gold. Worth every effort. Worth having. Well worth the wait. Well worth doing. To try for all one is worth. You are of great worth. A story that my daughter shared with me was about an experience she had years ago while she was attending school at BYU-Idaho. In her journal, she wrote down this experience, so I just wanted to share this with you. She wrote, An experience I had in college changed my life completely. I went to school up at BYU-Idaho, and we recently finished the Hinckley Building, and President Hinckley came to dedicate it. The college was abuzz with excitement that the prophet was on campus and was going to address a personal message to us. I remember sitting there with my notebook in hand, writing everything he was saying, and then, in the middle of his talk, he just stopped. He looked up at us and just sat still for a moment. He then turned over his talk and said, I am going to speak to you directly. I will never forget that moment. We felt it. The spirit was so strong. I stopped writing and just listened. He proceeded to tell us how much we are loved, how much Heavenly Father loves us, and how proud of us he is. He went on to comfort us and told us to keep up the good work. And then he had us turn to our scriptures and open up to D&C, section 18, verse 15. And he read, And if it so be that you should labor all your days, and bring, save it be one soul unto me. And then he stopped, and with his shaking finger pointing towards us, he said, I want you to add a comma, and put, 
even if that soul be you. Then put another comma, how great shall be your joy with him in the kingdom of my father. Never has a scripture meant so much to me. I felt heard. I felt seen. I felt loved. I felt important. I felt powerful. I am a child of heavenly parents, and I matter. You matter. End quote. Remember, the worth of your soul is great in the sight of God. You really are a child of Almighty God, a daughter or a son of a Father in heaven who loves you. You are of great worth. You are a child of light. Even on days full of challenges when darkness spills in and covers your day, know that God sanctifies difficult days. I love this scripture in Isaiah um, chapter 43. It says, Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. End quote. You are not forgotten. You're needed. You're not invisible. You're invincible. You're not worthless. You are precious. You are cherished. You are a child of great worth. Remember the worth of souls. Your soul is great in the sight of God. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland once said, quote, I testify that no one of us is less treasured or cherished of God than another. I testify that he loves each of us, insecurities, anxieties, self-image, and all. He doesn't measure our talents or our looks. He doesn't measure our professions or our possessions. He cheers on every runner, end quote. Feeling cherished and of great worth, however, can be hard for all of us some days when troubles come that we didn't create, when exertions we attempted didn't pan out, when strivings we waited for didn't come as planned, and when earth life's hitches come along with the rise of the morning sun. We will all struggle at times, and with our ups and downs, we will pray, we will wait, and we will learn to endure all the while knowing no one is less cherished. You are of great worth through it all. Just like you and just like me, the Relief Society General Presidency and Board have also experienced the ups and downs of mortality. Out of 10 sisters serving on that board, six have experienced financial problems. Four have experienced infertility. Six have family that identify as LGBT. Nine have family with addictions. Two are battling chronic illnesses. Two have experienced divorce. Seven have loved ones that have been incarcerated. One has experienced the death of a spouse. Eight have lived internationally. Four are stay-at-home moms. Nine are community leaders. 
Four, hold graduate degrees. Nine, work outside of the home. All have been affected by anxiety and depression. All have experienced pain. They proclaim, quote, We love you. We struggle with you. We rejoice with you. We pray with you. We endure with you. We wait on the Lord. We strive to keep covenants, and just like you, we rely upon the source of all peace, our Savior Jesus Christ. No matter what we have suffered, He is the source of healing. We must come unto Him and allow Him to work His miracles. End quote. Don't you just love thinking about that? When I just barely heard that. In fact, it was shared by our stake Relief Society. One of the counselors sent out an email, and I, I know it's been a few years. I think that that first came out in 2021, but I love knowing that every one of us will go through challenges and experiences that we need to go through in this earth life. I am an author. I have published two books with a third one on the way. The truth is, however, I once taped together all of my rejection letters to become a published author, and all taped together, they measured about 20 feet in length. I thought it would be impossible to publish a book. The truth is, it took me four years to publish my first book. The truth is, I learned many ways how to not write a book. I am an artist. The truth is, I have learned how much I love an eraser. I have started many paintings that never got finished, and I have started many that were soon painted over, ready to start new again. I have sold some art, but not all of my art sells. Some art turns out, and some art turns me into a better artist for the next time. The truth is, I have learned many ways to erase and start over as an artist. I am a teacher. I love being a teacher. Some days the lessons are good, and I feel that learning has taken place for my students. And some days the lessons didn't go good, and the learning that took place was for me, the teacher. I have taught and laughed and learned right along with my many, many students throughout the years, all the while making mistakes, saying absolutely the wrong things, finding the wrong quotients, and misspelling words that are always noticed and corrected by smart students. The truth is, Teachers are sometimes the ones who learn the most. I am a mom of four, a grandmother of 14, a wife, a daughter, a granddaughter, a sister, an aunt, and a friend. The truth is, I have two beautiful little granddaughters in heaven. My older brother went to heaven when he was way too young. My husband was called to heaven on a mission nine years ago. My mom and dad and husband all went home to heaven the very same year. 
The truth is, I thought it would be impossible to live my life without my mom and dad, and impossible to survive without my dear husband. The truth is, it was hard. Hard to move forward. Hard to wake up in the morning, and sometimes even hard to just breathe. The truth is, with all the ups and downs, I have felt loved through it all. Loved by family. Loved by a Father in Heaven who prepared a plan of happiness for me in the middle of it all. And loved by a Savior who helps me follow that plan. The truth is, with God, we all dwell in possibilities. The truth is, knowing who you are gives you power in your life to do every hard thing. It's your superpower. The truth is, you are a child of Almighty God. The truth is, your Father in Heaven and your Savior Jesus Christ know you. They know your name, but they know more than that. They know who you are, what you are, and what you can become. They know where you are, and they know how you are doing today. They know when you are sad. They know when impossible moments come into your life. Their love for you is always and unchanged no matter the change in you. They are forever within your reach because they are always reaching for you. With everything you already are and with all that you are not, you are of great worth, forever loved, with a purpose. There is a reason you are here for such a time as this. And with purpose comes power. And I want you to do an experiment, but if you're listening to this while you're driving, don't do it. Maybe wait until you're not driving. But um, what I want you to do when I say go, I want you to just look at your hands. And I want you to just think about what you're thinking while you're observing your hands. Ready? Set, go. Now just look at your hands. Okay, now turn them over. Look at them closely. Okay, now think about what did you see? What did you notice about your hands? What were you thinking while you were looking at them? Did you notice that they were small or large? Did you notice long fingers or short fingers? Did you notice your fingernails? Maybe they're too short or maybe they're too long. What did you see? And I want you to notice, were you critical of the way they looked? Now I want you to do experiment number two. This time when I say go, I would like you to look at your hands again, but this time... I want you to ignore what they look like on the outside. And instead, I want you to look at your hands as God would see them. I want you to look at them and think of all the possibility for good 
that your hands can do. Ready? Go. Look at your hands. Turn them over and think of all the things your hands can do for good. Okay, stop. Now, this time, what did you see? Did you see hands that can lift, hold? Did you see hands that can pat someone on the back? Hands that can lift up? Hands that can serve? Hands that can share? Did you see hands that can hug tight? Did you see hands that can hold on? Did you see hands that can place a cold wash rag on someone's forehead? Did you see hands that can pray? Hands that can write truth? Hands that can help lift up a friend? Hands that can bless? I just love that experiment, and I did that one time with a group of young women, and it just was amazing to me how I think our first reaction is we always look at the outside first, but when we really stop and see what we are and who we are in the eyes of a Father in Heaven who sees us with possibilities, I think there's so much more with all the possibilities in you to do good. You are cherished. Do you see you like God sees you? Do you love you like He loves you? Listen for synonyms about the word possible. I love to think about synonyms. A synonym for possible or possibility could be potential, achievable, talented, gifted, Hopeful, capable, bright, confident, faith, promising. Now listen for synonyms for the word impossible. And and I love this too, to think about how sometimes we put limits on ourselves and we think of something or that we are not able to do something. The words that are similar to impossible are doubt, despair, without a solution, hopeless, terrible, disappointing, no light, surrender, give up. Have you ever had one of those terrible, disappointing, no light, without a solution kind of impossible days in your life? That's the exact kind of day the adversary would want you to have every day. He wants your destiny. He wants all of your possibilities. But you have the superpower to fight back. In Moses 1.13, it says, quote, And it came to pass that Moses looked upon Satan and said, Who art thou? For behold, I am a son of God, in the similitude of his only begotten. And where is thy glory, that I should worship thee? End quote. Oh, I love that scripture so much. 
One of my favorite quotes, as quoted by Nelson Mandela, says, quote, Our deepest fear is not that we are weak. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. End quote. The truth is, there is superpower in knowing that you really are of great worth. You are cherished. You are loved with a plan and a purpose for your life. There may come into your life impossible Goliath-sized problems that will need to be solved and slain. You're going to need your superpower. There may come a time in your life when the world seems to be spinning and you feel that you are drowning in the depths of an impossible what-will-I-ever-do Red Sea. You are going to need your superpower. There may be a day in your life when you will need to take an impossible step forward and to stand up for what you know is right when all around you is telling you to step down instead. You are going to need your superpower. You will need power to change impossible regret into possible to improve. You will need power to change impossible to bear into possible to endure. And in your life with God, impossible to erase will become possible to undo. In my own life, I have needed power to overcome, power to survive, power to keep going, power to persevere, power to move forward when sitting on my couch seemed a lot easier, power to fight fiery darts of the adversary, and power to keep trying. In every life, there will come challenges, discouragement, heavy burdens that can seem impossible to bear. But the truth is, you already have a superpower that makes you ready for impossible things. You are ready when giant problems come into your life. You already know how others have conquered Goliaths before with God. And a small stone's throw away, all things are possible. You are ready for days when you feel like you are in the depths of a Red Sea with your life swirling all around you. You know of others who have been blessed to walk again in the midst of the sea even on dry ground, knowing that with God, parting red seas are possible. You are ready when for such a time as this, you will be asked to step forward, to stand up, and to face the world. You know of another young woman who also needed to stand up for truth and righteousness, and with God taking a stand like Esther did, was possible to save an entire nation. You are not forgotten. You are needed. You're not invisible. You are invincible. You're not worthless. You are precious. You are cherished. 
You are a child of great worth. Remember the worth of souls. Your soul is great. The power of that thought is the power that will influence your actions, your reactions, and shape your reality in this life. You are a divine being in jeans and a t-shirt created by an all-powerful creator. Within you dwells the power to rise up, to push through, and to continue onward. Don't let the world have you. Hang on, exercise faith, and keep up good courage. He is cheering you on. What are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready because together we're out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today and have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye for now. See you next time.